0: wellnesscoach.com streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill and this week I have a favor to ask. If you like this show and would like more people to be exposed to this kind of wellness research, I would love it if you could hit pause now and head to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. Now on to the news. And this week in wellness, a study published in the journal Neurology has shown that socially isolated individuals have lower levels of grey matter in their brains and a 26% increased likelihood of developing dementia. The study looked at 30,000 individuals from the UK Biobank data set and was conducted by researchers at the University of Warwick, University of Cambridge and Food and University using neuroimaging data. The data showed that social isolation is directly linked with changes in brain structures associated with memory and learning. Loneliness was also associated with later dementia. However, this was seen to be less significant in isolation when adjusting for risk factors like depression. Professor Edmund Rolls, neuroscientist from the University of Warwick, Department of Computer Science, said, "...there's a difference between social isolation, which is an objective state of low social connections and loneliness, which is subjectively perceived social isolation. With the growing prevalence of socialisation and loneliness over the past decades, he went on to say, this has been a serious yet underappreciated public health problem. Now, in the shadow of the COVID-19 pandemic, there are implications for social relationship interventions and care, particularly in the older population. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is that this makes a lot of sense. And really, it reinforces all of the lessons we've learned from the Blue Zones. You know, my good friends, Marcus and Damien, who run the 100 Not Out podcast on the Wellness Couch Network, talk about this kind of stuff a lot and, and obviously have run retreats to Ikaria in Greece and learned a lot of lessons from there. And I know that one of the biggest lessons they've learned is the importance of socialization, of having an active social life for longevity. And so it makes sense that that would ring true and hold true when we talking about brain health and when we're talking about dementia. So, I think we need to give more importance to social connection. It's not something that's often spoken about when we're talking about health and wellness. You know, we tend to focus on diet and lifestyle and all those other factors, but really social connection, interacting with people is part of our DNA. You know, It's something that innately we not only love to do, but something we need to do as humans in order to function at our best. So I think we need to think about this in terms of what we're teaching the next generation. You know, what are we teaching our kids with computers and phones and, you know, the focus on online learning and, you know, studying from home, doing school from home. More and more and more, our kids are missing out on that person-to-person social interaction. And I think we need to be really careful of that. We need to be mindful of creating and supporting that social interaction for our kids, catching up with other kids, playing sport, doing scouts, you know, doing all those things, you know, dancing, drama, whatever it is that your kids are into, doing those sort of things that get them out and about in the world, interacting with other people, I think are really important, as well as obviously learning the, the computer skills and all those other things that aren't going to be important in our modern world. But I think we need to be careful to make sure we get the balance right. I think we also need to think twice about isolating people and getting people to work from home for the good of their health. You know, we need to start questioning where is the cost benefit here? You know, at what point does the, the damages of causing people to isolate, of making them by themselves, of not letting them interact with the community outweigh the, the purported benefits of isolating them and keeping them at home? And so I think particularly in light of the recent pandemic, we need to be careful that we are properly analysing and properly looking at both sides of the equation. So, I think the final statement for me today is just a reminder to you uh, to schedule a catch up with a friend. You know, catch up with one of your loved ones, catch up with one of your friends, catch up with one of your family. Do it now put down the phone, put down whatever you're listening to this podcast on, send a message to a friend, organize a catch-up, because uh, it's going to be really good for you, it's going to be really good for your brain, and it's going to be really good for your health. So you've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash wellness. If you like this episode, as I said, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com.